Welcome back to this episode of SEC Talks. I am your co-host, Hanley, with your other co-host, Jackson. Tonight, Caden can't be with us, but today we're going to be talking about Texas A&M as we wrap up our, I guess if you want to call it our series on all of the SEC teams. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we have a couple of guests that we're hoping to get on here. But um, then football season should be starting. It's, it's just around the corner. It sure is. Ain't no doubt. I about think it. we're within two months. So, we but yeah, are less than two months away from September third. Is it September third? Is that what it is? Most games are being played on Labor Day. That's like seven weeks. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely sneaking up on us. But let's go ahead and wrap up the series and with A and M and Jackson. Do you want to lead us into the A and M recruiting class of this year? For sure. Uh, let's get started on A and M first of all. This probably isn't news to many people. AM is ranked first in their recruiting class. They have a total of eight five stars uh, recruited, which is very impressive. Uh, just to bat it off, we'll go ahead and go down the list. First, we got Walter Nolan. He is from Powell, Tennessee. Uh, he's a, he's on their defensive line. I'm not sure if he's going to be starting or not, but he's – Recruited as beyond their defensive line. Uh, Shamar Stewart from Opelaka, Florida, also on the defensive line. We got Evan Stewart from Frisco, Texas, Liberty High School, a wide receiver. Uh, by the way, I'm only listing all the five stars they have. So they're, you know, don't worry about me saying what they're ranked. These are all five stars I'm going over. Uh, next, we got Levius Overton, went to Milton High School from Alpharetta, Georgia. That's actually where I was born. Not Milton High School, but I was born in Alpharetta. <laughs> um, but um, he is going to be on their defensive line, really. Wow, they got a lot of defensive line I know. five stars. There's, their defense, at the very least, in the next year or two is about to be really, really good. I, I sure hope so with how many defensive line five stars they have. That you, it should be really good. Yeah, it should be. Um, next, from Lakeland High School in Lakeland, Florida, we got Gabriel Brownlow Dendy, also on the defensive line. Um, we got, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name quite, but Connor Wigman, five-star quarterback from Cypress, Texas, went to Bridgeland High School. So that's kind of a home state win right, right. there. And he's right. going to be the star of the game at some, at some point, you know, if he lives up to these expectations, he'll be a starter here at some point right. in the next four or five years. Uh, up next – from Den- uh, Denver Harris, North Shore High School in Houston, Texas, center back. Um, last but not least, we got Chris Marshall. Uh, he went to Fort Bend High School from Missouri City, Texas. He's going to be a wide receiver. It's really outstanding here. Is we got one, two, three, four. Four out of the eight five stars are on the defensive line. Uh, and then we got a couple of wide receivers, one center back and a quarterback. So it's spread out evenly between offensive defense, but with all those linemen, I mean, you right. expect a decently they, powerful yeah should be um, train to go through if you're on yeah. if you're on offense against for sure. Them. Um, I mean, besides that, they got, I mean, probably. 
not even worth counting how many four stars they have. It's probably at least twelve. It's probably one of the better recruiting classes yeah. that I've ever seen. It's uh, a uh, lot of a lot of the four stars are from Texas. Got one kid from Sweden, believe it or not. Well, there's no doubt about there that. Ain't no doubt about that. Um, but that's just kind of a quick recap of their recruiting class going into this season. Right. Um, with that being said, I guess we can go ahead and dive into their schedule. Um, so their first game, they're at Texas A&M. They're playing the Stan Houston State Bearcats. This is at College Station. This is being played on September 3rd. And this is who they're playing? Same Houston State Bearcats. Okay. I don't know. That sounds like a a tough one. Should be a win. I'm going to go ahead and count that as a win as well. After Sam Houston, on the 10th, we got Appalachian State at A&M. Should be be a win. That'll be a win. Uh, On the 17th, we got Miami, uh, University of Miami, playing at A&M. Miami, Florida? Yes, Florida. My bad. Not Ohio. Uh, Florida. I'm going to assume a win. I don't know how good Miami is supposed to be. but They're off and on. I'm just going to have to assume a win. You know, Mark Gerecki was the head coach down there for a little bit after he left Georgia. Right. It's been a long time since he's been down there. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, probably a win. This next game is going to be interesting. Uh, I think this might – correct me if I'm wrong. This next game might define their season. Arkansas plays them at home. So, Arkansas is at, at a disadvantage. At A&M? It's in College Station. Mm. I have high hopes for Arkansas. I do too. But I think this is going to define their season. I'm going to have to go with AM. Okay. I'm going to throw a wrench in it and go ahead and say Arkansas. You know what I would really like to do is this is going to take a lot of time, mm-hmm. but I would like for us to see in the future what we picked at the end of the season. At the end of the season, essentially go and look back at what we picked. Uh, while doing this series on the SEC, I'm just curious to see how things changed. We should we should keep a log. It would be really interesting. When, we, when we're doing the predictions during the season, we'll keep a log. Yeah. That way we can actually figure out who's, you know, yeah. we can see trends and who's close and whatnot. But So Arkansas, that's going to find A&M season. I'm going to throw a wrench in it and say that Arkansas is going to win that one, even though it's a home game for A&M. A&M's first away game after one, two, three, four games is at is in Starkville playing Mississippi State. I got a win on that one. Yeah, I think is going to win that one. I really uh, hope they lose this one. They're playing Alabama at Bryant-Denny. They'll lose. They'll lose that one. That'll be a loss. Yeah. E-D-Dub. E-Dub. E-D-Dub. Uh, up next away in Columbia. They're playing. I will say, at, hang on. I, I sorry to interrupt. No, you. for sure. Go ahead. If they beat Bama, all hell will break loose. That'll be two. That years would in be a row. very interesting. I mean, it would be two years in a row. That's what. Which that, I don't know. The last team that's done that. Maybe Clemson in the playoffs. Beating Bama I don't was think it, was A and M season essentially. Oh yeah. Last year, that's yeah. all I had going for them. You're not wrong. I mean, I don't think that defined Bama in any way. Well, they beat the it, powerhouse of Auburn. You know, six and six. That's true. Um, but but uh, no, you're right. If but if they somehow went in it into Bryant Denny and won, like I said, it just isn't going to happen. If they did, man, that would be wild. Yeah. I mean, 
Sorry, go ahead with we'll what, see. what you're saying. I do not hope they won that one, though, because, you know, their egos are going to go up and up completely I would rather their ego be high, to be honest with you. It's my bias. I mean, it's not – I mean, that is – okay, you make a fair point. I just don't care about A&M. No offense to the A&M fans, but I'm just saying I don't get affected. They're a newer addition. They they win. It doesn't change my life. They lose. It doesn't change my life. Yeah. I mean, they're not old SEC, so it is kind of hard to include them. Right. You're right. So, anyway – that being said, they're playing at South Carolina. Um, I I don't expect South Carolina to really pop off per se with this. These the way their D line is looking after these recruits. I don't see how South Carolina can power through that. I don't either. Um, I see a win for AM. I hope for a close game. At the least, I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on it, but I like their coach a lot. South uh, Carolina? Yeah. I think he might be a little bit too nice for the SEC, though, to be quite honest. Could be. Hot take, I don't know, but I do respect him a lot. Um, oof. So, Ole Miss is playing in College Station. That's their next game. I hope it's an easy dub. I've got a and Yeah, because I just I can't stand to see – Kiffin be Kiffin, so. College Station's a hard place to play. It is. I mean, that's the biggest stadium in the SEC. I haven't heard a hard road game yet except Bama. That's true. Bama's really – actually, we'll, we'll see about that coming up here soon. But, uh, yeah, I got, I got A&M here. Up next, Florida's playing at A&M. There's no way Florida no. wins that. No, no, that's what I mean. don't understand. I would, I would call like a three touchdown win. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and add in my grievance here. It's about Florida. Let's I, hear it. I don't understand all the hype they're getting after how much of a crap. Are they getting season. a lot of hype? They're getting more hype than you'd expect. Really? More hype than this deserved. I mean. There's no way anyone just pops off after a season like they ended on on last year. Hmm. You don't. You don't. It does. You can't recover from that over one <clears> summer. No. I just. I don't know. Anyway, up next, Andem's playing at Auburn. Well, <clears throat> you know, I I was kind of dogging Andem before the show, and I. I can't just keep giving them wins, so I'm just going to have to pick Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be fair. I have no, to be fair. Ain't no doubt about it. I doubt about that one. You know what, Haley? I'll do one even better. I'll go for Auburn as well. Well, there we go. That's a deal. That's a deal. That one, honestly, may be a really good game, but I'll pick Auburn just because. Why, why the heck not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> this, this next game, it's gonna be, this is probably the toughest game of the year for them. UMass at a and I thought you were going to say at Georgia. No. <laughs> UMass at A&M. That's a tough one. Uh, that should be an easy win. Yeah, that's an easy win. Uh, they're not known to be proficient in football. Um, that's an easy win for A&M. Last game of the season. Well, LSU plays at A&M. It's not in Death Valley. Um, Dang, man. A&M does have a pretty easy schedule. I... I would have to go with AM in that game too. So that means I picked Arkansas. You did not. We got one, 
two. I mean, we were talking about before the, the seat uh, before the podcast. I said I felt like it was pretty before even hearing the schedule. Going nine and three was pretty realistic, but gosh, I just had him going ten and two right there, I and that was with Auburn winning one of the I games. Have, I have him going ten and two. I mean. Even if I think I think they probably lose to Bama, that's the only one that I feel pretty confident they lose in. So I, well, think, I know I'm going nine and three. My bad. Who did you? Arkansas, Alabama, and um, Auburn. Who was there? Uh, oh, they play in South Carolina. Goodness. And Florida. Wow. Um, I think Bama they probably lose, and then I think between at Auburn, Arkansas at home, and Ole Miss at home, I think they very possibly, if they just win one of those, they go nine and three. Yeah, most likely. Which I would think. I mean, nine and three is a good season. I don't care who you are. It is a good season. I think that's about as good as they're going to get. If they go ten and two, um, I think they could go ten and two. They they could. I I just don't see them going. Better than that. It's possible for them to go 10-2 with the skill they have. I don't see it happening, though. I think it's very possible they go anywhere between 8-4 and four and 10-2. and two. Yeah. I, I can see them dropping a couple games that they're not supposed to. I could also see them That's squeaking the thing. out everything. Their mindset's not there. If we can see them, it's known that Texas a and is probably going to drop a game or two that they should have. Well, they don't, they don't have um, many hard road games. They don't have I mean, I have no idea what to expect from Auburn. They have an easy home schedule and they have an easy away schedule because well, it's hard to play in college. They have the harder home schedule, but it's still easier than away. Because they, if they were at Arkansas, I would have caught a loss. If they were at Ole Miss, I would have caught a loss. If they were at LSU, I may have caught a loss. Yeah. And if Bama had been there, I may have also caught a loss. Yeah. So – the home and away right here plays a big, big difference. But um, my prediction off of that was ten and two. I might should throw in nine and three, but we're gonna keep it at ten and two. But um, yeah, and you got nine and three. Yep. Well, we're gonna see. Um, but do you want to talk real quick about some of the drama that had happened? Oh, ain't no doubt about it. I mean. I just don't know what to expect after the whole mini feud that happened between Saban and Jimbo. And I'll be honest with you, I I still feel like the media played a role in... They definitely inflated it. In inflating it. At the same time, I think Saban did outclass Jimbo, to Uh, be honest. Maybe. Maybe. I don't really feel like either of them was like. Neither of them were great. Don't get me wrong. I didn't. Jimbo yeah. was acting more like a little baby. I didn't feel like Jimbo was even that bad. I mean, it's whatever. And I think it was more. I saw a lot of reports on he was being just all these pet remarks on these conferences after all that went down. Yeah, I he get just that. Let it go, and it just. I think. Uh, I'm more interested just in the fact that, like I said, the media is going to feast off of this game. A&M yeah. could be uh, winless going into the game, and Bama could be undefeated, and the media is going to make a big deal out of it because of the mini-feud, per se, that happened. Yeah, um, It'll be interesting. Because like I said, if A&M somehow 
won two games in a row against Bama, that would be wild. Yeah. Because I could not tell you the last team that, won, that did that. Yeah. Um, I really don't know if a team has done that since Nick Saban got um, in. He he's lost to Ole Miss. Ole Miss maybe. Um, but that's the only only one I can think of. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. There's so much drama surrounding it, but it's early. Um, I don't know. There's no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Um, well, do you want to move over to the basketball team? I reckon we do so. Okay. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'll give you my take on A&M basketball. I am a huge fan of their coach, Buzz Williams. Mm-hmm. The dude wears a three-piece suit to every game, and he looks sharp. He's, I, he's I, a classy guy. He's a classy guy. Uh, a lot like a colleague of ours. But uh, <laughs> Except – no. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, um, they they were. Gosh, you are such a joker. <laughs> um, A was probably the most snub team out of March Madness last year. They, uh, if I remember correctly, I think they had twenty one or twenty two wins. Uh, after the SEC tournament, they made it all the way to the championship game and lost to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some imp- an impressive stretch. It was something like they had won like their, uh, 10 of the last 11 or something like that going into the SEC tournament. Yeah. Um, I liked a lot what Buzz Williams had going. He he just had a solid team. I thought they the teamwork that they had was – about as good as any of the SEC teams had toward the end of the year. They were fighting hard. I think he could solidify himself in the next few years as one of those big-time coaches in the SEC because right now it feels like there's only four or five. Yeah. I think he could enter that for sure, but he's got to start recruiting a little bit because they, they just really did not have the talent last year. Um, but let's take a quick look at – their recruiting class, because with the spot they were in, they really had to go after a lot of JUCO and uh, transfers. Mm-hmm. So they have two, three stars. There's a point guard, a small forward, you know, which isn't very good to be honest. Mm-hmm. They have one guy that's not even ranked. It's out of the community college, which those two guys ranked them as the 60th recruiting class which is very bad you got to grab a four star with their rank 60th overall yeah considering which, of SEC the power, basketball but of the power five schools i don't know exactly how many teams there are i think it's about 60 that's like dead it's like pretty stinking low and they they should be better than like very they should be better than like the very last yeah but anyway they got they had a decent transfer class. They got Dexter Dennis from Wichita State, it looks like. KK Robinson from Arkansas. That was a good grab. That's a point guard. Julius Marble out of Michigan State. Anderson Garcia was a big pickup from Mississippi State. Tyrese Radford from Virginia Tech. And Jalen Johnson from Mississippi State. 
So, you know, it's... Uh, I haven't heard of any of them. Huh? I haven't heard of any of these guys. I, I've heard of a few of them, but it it's kind of just what you have to do. I remember Bruce had to do this at Auburn when he first got there. You just kind of got to go find some diamonds in a rough. But the problem is Buzz Williams has been there. I want to say this is going to be his fourth year. Do you think this is like a determining year? As I think it could be because – There's no way it's not. Four years is a decent amount of time. And I know I'm not saying that you got to do – you know, Bruce completely turned around the Auburn program in like three years. I'm not saying you have to do that, but AM was in a good spot, a decent spot. They weren't they were not like the worst SEC when he came team. In, they were in they, a good, decent they, spot. They were in a decent spot a few years ago. Like he could there's have no made, reason that he can't recruit a little bit. And they're not they're in a worse it's, spot than it's almost like what you said with the South Carolina football coach. He may be a little bit too nice. I, I really don't know. You think? He could be. I think he's a really good guy. Every time I heard him talk in a press yeah. conference, I've been super impressed. Um, he's a classy guy. I really think he's, even if he's not pulling out the wins in the SEC, I think he's a good guy for the SEC. He's just classy, and I enjoy him as a coach. That's something that you just don't see anymore in the SEC. There's like, no, there's too much. It's almost like you got to be a backstabber in a sense, and or just act kind of like a douche if you want to be successful, or you, you know you can't. You just you don't see nice guys do well in the SEC anymore. It's unfortunate. I mean, uh, that's I, how I, I felt forget, with Gus. I forget the uh, yeah, Gus. He was always super nice. He always was super nice. He was well kept. Only difference is he showed his anger. Well, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Right. I just don't I wouldn't put him on the same nice guy. Totem as like sure. What was what's the dude's name from Shane not Shane Beamer. Beamer. Shane Beamer. Shane Shane Beamer, that's right. You're right. Um, um I wouldn't put him quite on the same because sure. Beamer, he's not gonna He's going to try to keep himself as kept as he can. He, I don't know. And I, I think Buzz has a little bit of, I'm trying to think of the right word. A little, you know, got to be a little bit of crazy to him. Cause I mean, I kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to describe it, but you know, how Bruce will like, like sweat through yeah. his shirt and like get yeah. a little crazy. Yeah. Buzz can do that. He's in a good way. Um, got a little crazy bit to him, but, you got to when you're a basketball coach with the SEC. I know. I know. You have to. There's so Fans much upfront it. coaching, but I, I really hated it so much for them that they didn't get into the tournament last year. But I have, I won't say high hopes for them. I still see them middle of the pack. I think they could very well make a little bit of a run, hopefully, make the tournament. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think it's a respectable team, and it's one of those that I have hopes that will help the SEC and make the SEC respectable. Right now, there's five teams in the SEC. Unfortunately, LSU could have been a six, but with all the crap that's happened with them, they just have not been a great look for the SEC. Yeah, that, <laughs> that They're as close to non-existent as you get as far as their basketball program goes. At least they were at one point. 
I've not kept up with LSU basketball worth a hoot. I don't know where they're at. But I know at one point they were looking very, well, very it, well. I will say they have actually gotten back a lot better. Okay, They've gotten man. a lot of recruits somehow. That's I good. don't know how. but McDonald's bag money, that's how. They, they're they still, just from a reputation standpoint, haven't been very good. But I think no. A&M really has a chance to do something good. But and I think you were right when you brought that up. I think this is the year. If Buzz Williams doesn't make the tournament or really doesn't even get close, he <laughs> – Sorry, folks, we had Barking Spider come across the stage. <laughs> Got to get Haley and I a quick, quick second to reconvene on our thoughts here. <laughs> we apologize. I think there was a quick uh, interruption in the in the radio frequency or something. That was our that was our advertisement of the day for whoopee cushions. <laughs> um, anyways, um, well that? that's 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 all I've got on <laughs> Texas A and M. Do you have anything else before we cut it out, Jackson? Um, cut out or cut up? Cut it. <laughs> that's the question. Yep. All right. No, I don't have anything. No more grievances. I guess someone of grievance. Yes, I do think this is probably Buzz's last season if he can't at least show progress that can be continued into further seasons. Yeah. Well, everybody, we have enjoyed doing the episodes in this series of the SEC teams. No doubt about it. And – like I said before, we're going to hope to get a couple of guests on here before the season starts and then start previewing the season. So uh, thank you all and have a good one.